Support comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies. Held on Fridays in May, each film touches upon Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, including Goya or the Hard Way to Enlightenment and the discreet charm of the bourgeoisie at nortonsimon.org. Support comes from Pasadena Playhouse, presenting Jelly's Last Jam. Follow Jelly Roll Morton, the self-proclaimed inventor of jazz, in this ambitious musical masterpiece that's sure to blow the roof off the theater. Performances begin May 29th. Tickets at PasadenaPlayhouse.org. L.A.S. Studios. This is How to LA, the show that helps you understand the city and its issues a little bit more. I'm your host, Brian De Los Santos. It's been almost a year since LA Mayor Karen Bass was sworn into office and made a pledge to house 17,000 people experiencing homelessness. I will not accept a homelessness crisis that afflicts more than 40,000 Angelinos and affects every one of us. It is a humanitarian crisis. It must stop and change starts now. Since then, journalists at LAS have been tracking that promise. So today, we check in. How's that going? Here to explain the breakthroughs and the break-nots from the mayor's administration is Brianna Lee, LA's engagement producer and reporter Nick Garda, who covers unhoused communities in LA. All right, Bri, can you quickly explain how and why this promise tracker came about? Yeah. So last year, when Karen Bass was elected mayor of L.A., L.A.S. put out a survey asking community members what issues they most wanted her to address. Homelessness was the top answer by a mile, and it was clear that people really wanted to know that the Bass administration was making progress on tackling this problem. So we asked ourselves, how can we help hold Mayor Bass accountable to her promises on homelessness? And that's how the Promise Tracker was born. Nick and I picked out six metrics that show different aspects of how she's doing on homelessness, and we've been keeping tabs on the numbers all year. All right. So the mayor's campaign goal was to house 17,000 in her first year. How did she do on that promise? Well, Mayor Bass came on our program Air Talk recently and said that around 18,000 people have been housed overall, which means she has hit her goal. But there are caveats to this total number. What did you find, Nick? Yeah, so what we found was the vast majority of people counted as housed are in temporary housing, uh, which includes group shelters and, and other places that aren't meant for people to live in long term. There's also a lot of restrictions on that about how much property people can keep there, um, pets, things like that, visitors. So there's really challenges in finding them long term housing. Um, and this this number also doesn't account for people who have left housing. The 18,000 number is people who've, who've just come into housing. There's also been challenges in unduplicating the numbers. Uh, the mayor's office has made a lot of progress in that of making sure people aren't counted twice in these numbers. It's been a long-time challenge with housing numbers for homelessness in L.A. They've made a lot of progress, but still more work to be done to get a clear total number of people housed. And also, Nick, I think we have to remind folks about the bureaucracy that exists when tackling homelessness in the city. I'm thinking about the several government agencies and organizations that oversee this issue. Yeah, this comes up a lot. You've got the city responsible for some parts of this, the county, and then this joint city-county agency called LASA. LASA stands for the Los Angeles Homeless Services Authority. 
And depending on what you're talking about, different agencies are responsible. And in the past, you've seen a lot of finger pointing between the city and the county in Lhasa. Um, but we, we've seen under Bass a real effort to bring everyone together. And Bass has actually uh, nominated and appointed herself onto the Lhasa Commission. And she's working a lot more closely with the county supervisors. So it's a complicated system. Uh, and again, in the past, a lot of finger pointing. But we're seeing more coordination happening now. One of the big pushes from the mayor's office was Inside Safe. How about we take a moment to explain the intent of this program, Bree? Yeah, Inside Safe is Mayor Bass's signature program to bring people out of encampments and into housing. The idea is that outreach workers go to specific encampments and offer people a temporary stay in a hotel or motel room. And people who accept the offer have to give up their tents in exchange. Then they stay at the hotel or motel until the government secures them a permanent place to live. So back to you, Nick. How did it go this first year? Yeah, so they've brought about 1,800 people inside and about 40 motels and hotels. And it's really developed a way to very quickly get people from specific encampments and offer them uh, a place to stay very quickly, which was taking a lot longer in the past. But there have been challenges in getting them spaces in long-term housing, permanent housing. There's just very few spaces available for that. And some people have struggled with the rules and restrictions in these motels, sometimes limit limitations on visitors and partners visiting them. So there's there's been some challenges with it as well. So part of the story here is funding for these programs. It's, it's a lot of money. Bass requested $250 million from the LA City Council for Insight Safe. She got it and had to drop reports about the program. So what's up with the spending here? So a lot of the funding hasn't been disclosed yet. It's being sort of front-loaded from other parts of the city budget, and then later on gets applied from the inside safe money. Um, but what we do know is they've allocated tens of millions of dollars to purchase a motel called the Mayfair that they plan to create as sort of a permanent spot for people to use as temporary housing in the inside safe program. Mayfair is a historic hotel uh, in Westlake near downtown LA, and that's supposed to be up and running later this year. But a lot of the details of the money hasn't been disclosed yet in public reports. We have to take a break here, but we will be back to talk about the progress that's left to do. Support for LAist comes from the Norton Simon Museum, presenting the film series Testigo Witness, Goya in the Movies, held on select Fridays in May. Each film touches upon Spanish artist Francisco de Goya's visions of the world, including Goya or The Hard Way to Enlightenment by Conrad Wolf and The Discreet Charm of the Bourgeoisie by Luis Buñuel. Screenings are at 4.30 p.m. on consecutive Fridays, now through May 31st. More information at nortonsimon.org. Support for LAist comes from Pasadena Playhouse, presenting Jelly's Last Jam. When Jelly Will Morton's soul is forced to face the music, the self-proclaimed inventor of jazz is left at the ultimate crossroads. This lively musical follows the journey from the back alleys of New Orleans to the sparkling stages of New York, featuring a sizzling bandstand, electrifying tap dancing, and soulful tunes. On stage for four weeks only, Jelly's Last Jam. Performances begin May 29th. Tickets available now at PasadenaPlayhouse.org. As you're listening to this episode, you might be thinking, we've been combating homelessness as a city for years. And what happened with that? So, Bree, Nick, I turn to you both to help us understand that. In 2016, Prop HHH was approved by voters to allocate $1.2 billion in funding for 10,000 permanent housing units in LA. Has there been any movement on that? Let's talk to Bree first. 
Yes, there has. So if you've heard of Prop HHH before, it's likely you heard about some of the trouble it went through when the program initially rolled out. So in past years, the previous L.A. City controller issued a couple of reports that showed that housing funded by HHH was very expensive, you know, like more than half a million dollars per unit on average. And it was getting built extremely slowly. So to that last point, there has been progress. Since Bass came into office, more than 1,500 permanent housing units have been completed with Prop HHH. HHH funding. That's more HHH units than we've seen any other year since the program started. So things are moving. However, that number is still lower than the goal that Bass set for herself during her campaign for mayor. She originally pledged to have 3,000 HHH units completed by the end of her first year. So she's only about halfway toward that goal and the year is almost up. Gotcha. Um, Another big question here. Why can the city or county seem to make any progress with the money that was provided? We've established there's been some success with Inside Safe, but a lot of Angelinos say they don't see much change. Yeah, that's a really big question that's on a lot of people's minds. I mean, we, we are seeing a lot of progress happen, but part of the issue here is the scale of the problem is so big and you have so many people becoming unhoused that even the money that's being spent isn't keeping pace with that. I did some quick back of the napkin math. It looks like it would take over $10 billion to build enough permanent supportive housing for everyone on the streets of city of LA. Not that everyone needs that kind of like level of support, but the scale of the effort is seems to be not enough to, to match the scale of the problem. All right. We've been talking a lot about data and timelines on today's episode. So I want to hear what's left to do. What might be some of those holes in the mayor's promises? Well, there's a big theme here about the lack of clear data on how many people are actually being housed, right? Mayor Bass has said herself that she wants better and clearer data on this. So that's definitely something we're going to keep tabs on. You know, will we have a clear and accurate picture of how many people are being housed and staying housed? It's really hard to measure progress or, you know, sort of try to solve this problem from different angles unless you have a clear idea of where things stand now and whether they're actually improving. Yeah, Nick, I turn to you because you interact with unhoused communities for your beat. What have they told you with the year-long progress from the mayor's office? Are they satisfied or do they not see anything? Yeah, it's a mixed bag depending on who you talk to. There's people who are really grateful to have a safe inside place in one of these motels. There's people on the streets who are still waiting for housing, and they've been waiting for a really long time. So uh, for those who are lucky enough to get a spot, uh, they've been very grateful. But there's a lot of people still who are remaining to be housed. So what's the promise from the mayor for year two, and how will you be tracking that, folks? We haven't heard of any explicit promises for year two so far, but the next logical step is looking at how many people are moving out of temporary housing to go into permanent housing. With programs like Inside Safe, you know, the whole point is not to have people staying in those hotels for, you know, months or years at a time. It's to get them into stable and permanent housing. So we'll be keeping a close eye on how quickly that happens over the next year. And another thing we'll be looking at is the point in time count numbers next year. Is homelessness still increasing in LA? Is it down? Is it flat? That'll be a really interesting thing to look at. And Mayor Bass has signaled that we should be prepared for it to continue to increase potentially. Alrighty, folks, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. That was Brianna Lee, LA's engagement producer and reporter Nick Gerda. Okay, folks, thanks for listening today. Remember, we're anywhere you get your podcasts five days a week, here to help you deepen your relationship with the region. Tomorrow, we talk about green spaces in elementary schools and how those two things impact learning for the younger ones. Okay, catch you tomorrow. 
Support for this podcast is made possible by Gordon and Donna Crawford, who believe that quality journalism makes Los Angeles a better place to live. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps.